0: This is another Sound of the Season. You're listening to the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe on the Watchdog Radio Network, brought to you by WVU Medicine. Yes, it's a good day for singing a song And it's a good day for moving along Yes, it's a good day Hey,
1: good morning, Grand Valley. Here we go again. Another exciting installment of the big gig, a three-hour swinging soiree twixt now and 10 o'clock. Got lots of news and information, good conversation, some fun stuff everywhere along the way. Bob Slider and I are here to entertain you and to inform you, and probably every once in a while to make you mad because it just happens that way sometimes. 7:10, 10, 10 minutes after the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Currently 34 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 33 at the Highlands, 35 in Elm Grove, and 33 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Mostly cloudy today, a high of, well, this is it high of where we are right now when you got up this morning sir it was even it was warmer you've watched the temperature go down i did it dropped over
2: 10 degrees howard but i got up really early this morning i got up about one o'clock and i think unless i was still half asleep it was 45 degrees right around that time so
1: we've dropped 10 degrees since you got up we have and again this is about where we're going to stay until tonight when we're going down below freezing tonight and the forecast says we could see you know yeah that other stuff we could and
2: i don't know about you it wasn't too bad for me until we came actually came in the building
1: (laughs) i (laughs) noticed it i noticed you're blowing on your hands (laughs) the temperature (laughs) dropped when we came in the building i think i think i have old mittens around here someplace Do you need those i I might (laughs) it's a little it is a little cold here inside the uh, broadcast house studios um so, uh, it's going to be a cold day today, and we might see some. St- did you see any snow showers or flurries this morning at all? I did not. When I walked out the door, and I'm, I mean, literally, I walked out the door, and I swear like two flakes came right down in front of my face. But then by the time I got in the car, I didn't see it. So, I guess maybe the temperatures bumped up. <laughs> I don't know. We are looking at the possibility of snow later on in the day, though. So, we'll, uh, we'll have all of that coming up uh, from Adam Fike. Here's some of what I have for you coming up today. Uh, on the show. Uh, numbers are finally out for the Ogilby Deer Kill, and to me, they're wildly underwhelming. We'll talk about that. I'll get Mr. Slider's opinion on that because he knows a lot more about this stuff than I do. Another poll on the upcoming elections in West Virginia. Uh, Tom Susson, my friend from WMOV, uh, well, actually was supposed to be here today, but it can't be, but we'll still break down those numbers for you. We'll look back on our Thanksgiving weekend, look forward to the upcoming holiday events. Next, our media chief political reporter Mark Curtis is coming in, offering his perspective on Mansion's search for the middle, and also shares perspectives on the latest Trump noise. And of course, always slider on sports. Tony Caridi's Mountaineer Report. Adam Fikes weather. Taylor Long is in the Ohio Valley newsroom. Steelers won. Did they redeem themselves in your mind from last year? Because you were really, this time last week, you were pretty irritated. I was. And I guess it's all
2: to who you listen to. Uh, the numbers were really, really encouraging. Uh, in total yards, they went over 400 yards for the first time this year. So you say, okay, was it a coincidence? But to me, I'm not there yet, Howard.
1: You still Kenny Pickett bothering you?
2: Nay, just, look, I go by the scoreboard. All that stuff looks nice. Good morning, David. Uh, all that stuff looks nice, but... Uh, it, it, it's what comes down on the scoreboard.
1: I just, um, you know, you follow us so much more than I do. But I noticed, as you said, a, a lot of commentators were saying very positive things about the Steelers this past weekend.
2: They were, Howard. And, and just, would, just it, it irritates you right from the get-go. Uh, again, you have to be a true Blue Steeler fan really probably to have this irritate you as much as me. But they've really been struggling uh, scoring points. And there was a touchdown early in the game. And they rolled it. Uh, Incomplete And I'm sitting there in Elm Grove, West Virginia (laughs) In front of my TV And I said That's a touchdown There is no doubt There is no doubt in my mind From Elm Grove, West Virginia By myself In front of my big screen There's no doubt that's a touchdown And for whatever reason Whoever they're paying up in the booth Well I figure (laughs) a lot more than I'm making In Elm Grove, (laughs) Howard Didn't, didn't communicate, did not say, hey. I didn't see it the same way. Well, because they had that red flag. You know about that red yeah, flag, right? Yeah, yeah, Anytime you think the referee might have gotten it wrong, you take that red flag Throat and you throw, and it, and it, throw it, out it out there and you say, hey. Take your shot. Kind sir, will you take a look at that? No offense, but we think you missed it. This is a touchdown, very important and Mike Tomlin says, eh. So he didn't throw the flag. Not at all. Oh. And then guess what happens on the next play? Steelers turn the ball over. Oops. So instead of giving getting seven points. Instead of having a points, touchdown.
1: Yeah, instead of having seven points, they're, they lost the ball.
2: And you know what? To the regular Steeler fan, that's irritating. To the true blue Steeler fan, that's downright. And for the true blue Steeler fan that has money on over, (laughs) that really, really jacks you because, man, I need that seven points if I'm going to come close to my over number. Thanks once again, Howard. You've made me feel so much better on a Monday morning. I am so sorry.
1: I, I just
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm just not there yet. To answer your question, eh, no. I'm just not there yet.
1: Uh, you know who's not there either? Uh, and we're going to be talking with him later this week from NBC's um, Pro Football Talk, Mike Florio. Florio uh, wrote a piece on uh, one of the Steelers' websites this weekend. He says, I want to get your take on this last week after uh the incident and Kenny Pickett and after the loss last week uh, and then Matt Canada was fired on on Monday right the, the very that first same day it was quick yes would you tell me first time since 1940? 1940, 1941 like wow in um, the middle of the season Florio says he thinks that order came from Art Rooney not from Mike Tomlin and I listen to a lot of,
2: uh, of uh, uh, Pittsburgh uh, uh, talk uh, sports talk and that's what the consensus is in fact you know, there's a couple big-time sports writers in Pittsburgh that's worked for the Post Gazette for a long, long time, and they said that, ah, and and that's one of the knocks that's on Mike Tomlin. Howard, he just you, he says things, and you say, ah, that's, "Come on, coach, you know better than that." And and for whatever reason, he just he's a real stickler. He he's not really I would call media friendly.
1: Oh another. no! I, yeah, even I can, even I know yeah, that. Yeah, and
2: it's just like, okay, you're always trying to muddy the waters up. Just that's a simple question, and I don't know if he thought he was taking the heat off of the owner or Art Rooney, the whatever your, that number do you is.
1: Do you think Rooney got involved in this? I think he said fire him. Okay, is what that's, I said. That's pretty much getting involved. <laughs> yeah, in the conversation. Hello, Mike. Art here. Yes. Dump him.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, Howard, you, you know me for uh, look. I mean, I was just down. I mean, I could just see that, man. This is just not working. And okay, they fire him, and all of a sudden, again, the the scoreboard won't be in a reflection, but you look at all the passing numbers
1: and all the total yards, you say,
2: man, I don't know. Again, is that a coincidence?
1: (laughs) Well, uh, you have a chance to ask Mike Florio this week if you want to. Uh, He's coming in not to talk about football, but Mike Florio is a Wheeling native, uh, NBC's uh, Pro Football Talk anchor. That's awesome. uh, And he's got a new book out. He was with us once before. He's written a book. He's got a Christmas book out. He's going to be here later this week. So I figure, take him on. See what he has to say about this.
2: Yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah, I didn't know he was a uh,
1: Wheeling guy. Yeah, Wheeling native, Wheeling Central grad. Wow. Isn't everybody, I'm learning more and more. Isn't everybody a Wheeling Central grad? I mean, I, you know, I'm a park boy. (laughs) The
2: one that, again, it just amazed me, and you were there with me, uh, being a sports fan since, I don't know, 9 or 10, and growing up with ABC Sports. And having Ned Steckle in, in our studio oh, yeah, that we day. Had, yeah, yeah. And it just was like, I had no idea the Wheeling connections that that, that man had at Ogilvy Park. and – it just it was amazing because I go way, way back with him as the executive producer of ABC Sports. Rune early just uh, that was one of his right hand men. So yeah, I mean,
1: yeah, he was almost one of the time. founders he of was the wide time. world of sports and, and those kind of things. And you yeah. think
2: about everything from the seventy two Olympics to Monday Night Football, and he was he was the producer of all that stuff. Yeah, we had him here.
1: We did yeah. seven eighteen on the Watchdog Morning Show. Turkey over the weekend or not? Well, turkey out, Howard. Did you have some turkey? I
2: didn't. There's a, still a bunch there. I, eh, give me some ham.
1: You know what? Well. <laughs> I am glad I insisted with my wife this year that we have both turkey and ham for Thanksgiving because the ham lasts longer than the turkey, in my opinion. However, you'll be happy to know this because you told me how much you love this. You know, what we had yesterday for our leftover, our turkey leftover. Did you have a little hot, uh, hot turkey sandwich? Turkey tetrazzini. <laughs> oh, the dreaded, <laughs> the, the dreaded, dreaded tetrazzini. turkey tetrazzini. I love it. You said you know it's a big fan you of. Not a pray passed on that. Uh, I was so excited. I came home from church yesterday. Nancy said I could smell something cooking. I said, "Honey, what are you cooking?" She said, "Well, I made turkey." Te- yes, turkey tetrazzini, which I just chowed down on all day. It was a change in tradition for Thanksgiving for the Monroe family. Um, my boys decided that our house was no longer the, the good location to host the Thanksgiving family dinner. So uh, Jason and Natalie uh, hosted the dinner at their house, which was...
2: Two doors down. N-
1: yes. It, but now, listen, they're not dumb, all right? They thought, you know, we've got more room. It'll be an easier place. Natalie will kind of be the hostess instead of, you know, Grandma. Uh, except, you know what they said? We're going to do all of this, but uh, Mom... Will you cook the food? <laughs> so, Nancy cooked all the Thanksgiving food. She cooked the turkey and the ham, and the potatoes and the green bean casserole and the corn and the and bran muffins and I forget what all we had. And um, and then my boys got a couple of wagons. And Thursday morning, we had I call it the turkey train. The turkey train <laughs> took all the food down the street to their house. So. But it was a little bit different. They have decided the time has come to tr- turn the tradition around and move it in their house.
2: Well, you kind of sparked me because I think, well, how nice. You know, Nancy got the, the day off. She'll just walk down the street, take her coat off. and But, no, it seems like she did, had to
1: do you know, all, she, the did all, all the cooking. She did all the cooking. Well, the kids, are, they're caring, but they're not stupid. They know that yeah. the best food comes, comes from Grandma. But uh, yeah, we had a nice time. We had a good time. Well, at least you didn't have to clean up, yeah. You know, when you came home, it was uh, – I was, Nap time for Howard. I was thinking, yeah, exactly. But we came home, and I just, you know, what I did? There you go. You got it absolutely, right. right. Um, but it was nice to have all the family together, and it was it was it was good, and um, uh, and we had fun. It was uh, the kids had fun, everybody had fun, and it was it was it was good. Um, hey, how about that four days off though? Is, is that boy, awesome or what? Oh man, you know, normally, I, I, I suspect you're like me. Normally, after a long weekend off, I'm thinking, all right, I'm, you know, kind of missed the show. What I normally do all day long is prep, 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 prep for the show. When I have no show, I have nothing to do during the, you know, so, so I kind of enjoyed it. I got to tell, and so normally by the end of the weekend, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to get back. Don't take this wrong, pal. I had no desire to come back. Today. <laughs> no offense, Howard,
2: but I was like, oh man, it's Sunday. Because I'm like you. Usually I'm rip roaring, ready to go. And it was like,
1: Ugh. it was a gr- I mean, I really felt Sunday. the four days in a, in a good way, though. I mean, I really felt that just it was a good four day weekend. I think we both needed that day. You know, I really Rest felt relaxed. Wednesday was a busy day. Uh, Justin and I had lunch and then um, uh, we did something else. Wednesday was busy and Thursday, of course, was busy for Thanksgiving. But Friday and Saturday and Sunday were just, you know, Complete and total relaxation days.
2: Yeah, I mean, I came in uh, Saturday. That's a lot of fun with Bear, but other than that. How'd uh, you guys do? I did pretty good, three and one. Bear's in a little bit of a slump. Really? I think he did so good last year, but yeah, maybe he'll, I mean, it wasn't a terrible week, but uh, I I count on him to, you know, go over and cash those tickets, but.
1: (laughs) So, but, uh, so were you ready to come back? Yes, no, maybe?
2: Eh, I mean, I wasn't. Jack, but I couldn't I mean, get here. That's day. A good, the, the, yeah, I was here early. I mean, I get here bright and early this it's a good,
1: morning. It's a good thing. I got here before six, so yeah. We um we did so Thanksgiving was a lot of fun, a little different for our tradition. I am in a position that I have never ever been in my life, I don't think. By the day after Thanksgiving, every gift has been bought. Wow. And wrapped. We're done now. Now what? Let me be clear. I got nothing for my wife. Well, you're not done yet. <laughs> so, but uh, the boys, the whole family, the kids, the grandkids, I got everything is done and not just purchased, but wrapped. No, was that
2: a fun effort between the two of you? You and Nancy were out shopping, getting things done. Well, actually, it was.
1: Uh, look, 90, 80% of it I have been ordering online because that's what I do. Um, but yeah, we went out, uh, went up to the uh, the hilltop at Ogilvy, the, where the mansion is and the glass museum went in they got fiesta wear neat little glass uh you know Item. we bought some stuff there uh and we went down to center market i have never and i mean i mean i have never in my life seen the center market as busy as it was on saturday i mean the streets are just packed in the center market and everybody's got packages in their hand with small business saturday but people were really out buying not just out but they were out buying yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. You know, to me
2: that's way way early because I wait, you know, till the day before, but uh, uh that's what I wanted to see if if you were getting the feeling that people were out well,
1: you know, spend an, a little bit of money. It is an interesting question. Um let me see. Do I have the numbers here? Yeah. Americans set a record for Black Friday spending, according to the reports that have come out already. We we spent more money on Black Friday this year than we have on years Did past. Did you, Howard Monroe? Was you on your phone? You know, listen, here's the thing. The question that I wrote down on my little piece of paper here is, are we spending more money or are we spending money earlier? I probably have not spent maybe a little bit. I bought a couple of A couple of my kids. wanted. They asked for some things that were a little bit more expensive. So maybe I spent, but I, I think it's just that I bought everything up now. So the, my credit card is like, this is heavy because I got so much on it. But I think by the end of the season, I would have put that much anyway. So I'm not sure that I spent more than I would have spent all year. It's just we did it early.
2: Here's the key. If you can stay disciplined and say, I'm done. Right. But, geez, you got uh, almost a month to go.
1: Right. And I do have a couple, you know, I, and I figure we're going to be going to the Greenbrier. I'll probably find some, something down there. Um, we're stopping at Tamarack on the way, so I'll find you know some arts and craftsy kind of thing. I got to get something for Nan- Nancy. I mean, I I, I I got nothing. I mean, I'm not when I say I got nothing. I'm I'm like I got nothing.
2: You want me to pick you up uh, Christmas Eve morning, Howard? We That's when I get my do my
1: shopping. I may have to. Do. <laughs> I used to do that. You know why I like Christmas Eve shopping the best? No selection. You know, it's not like you go and say, I don't know. Do I want the blue dress? The green dress? The red? I want. The one that's left.
2: Yeah, I kind of like that. I mean, sometimes you'll get a a really good deal, but I like being up against it where, man, because I just put it off and put it off and put it off. And for me, that's kind of the Christmas spirit, you know, coming down to the wire, don't have anything yet.
1: I would like to hear from any of you on the Frio Stack Auction Service text line (coughs) 304-214-1600. Are you doing your shopping earlier this year? It was not a decision. I didn't I didn't plan to be earlier. It's just I ordered things online as I saw them. Uh, Nancy and I have been out a couple of times now doing some local shopping. And it's just we got, we got stuff. Also, we had ideas this year. Sometimes I have no ideas for everybody. This year I had ideas for almost everybody. So, um, But I'd be curious to see about the rest of you. 304-214-1600. Are you shopping earlier this year? Are you buying earlier this year? And if you're buying or shopping earlier this year, are you simply spending your money sooner, or will you be spending more money all season long? I'd be curious to hear what people say about that.
2: And you know, Howard, uh, I always enjoyed uh, not so much now uh, going to Pittsburgh, especially Ross Park Mall. I, yeah. I, I love to go up there, and, and I think you hit it right on the head. The reason why they had things up there that they didn't have down here. You know, they had stuff. It wasn't I was getting so creative. It was just there, and yep. I thought, man, that's that's different. Yeah, yeah. How much is that?
1: Do you, uh Stack oserv text line not in response to my question but Howard, do you think Jesus will support all this commercialization? you want an honest answer? I think the yes I do it, because it is gift giving it's the spirit of Christmas Is it commercialization well I, yes but I when I preach I always make a point of saying I think the secular season the sacred season can coexist the spirit of Christmas, has some theological underpinning to it. I didn't go out to to spend money. I went out to buy gifts for people that I care about. And I I bought good gifts that I think they will enjoy. And I'm thinking about how much fun it will be on Christmas Day when they open those gifts and they go, Oh, geez, Dad, that's great. I really wanted that." that. Yes, I do think Jesus would like that. Oh, you do have the Christmas spirit, Howard. Uh, so, far. <laughs> so, so far, so far, so far. Seven twenty-seven. on the Watchdog Morning Show? You all can text us. You all can call us. We got a lot to do today. Coming up, Bob. Something I thought would never, ever, ever, ever happen happened this weekend. I will tell you about it next. Hi, top
0: Kirchhoff, talk line on Metro News. When I had sent Joe Manchin on, I asked him if he thought a third-party candidacy could be successful. Oh, I sure believe so.
1: I believe, and if not, yeah, if it doesn't, the main purpose is, can a unity ticket basically scare the bejesus out of people to get back to the normal of how we're
0: supposed to govern and the policies? Keep up on what's happening in West Virginia. Talk line, weekdays at 10.06, right here on this Metro News radio station. We'll talk to you then.
3: Is your business protected from cyber threats? In today's world, it's more important than ever to have a cybersecurity plan in place and prepared
4: are you concerned about losing your home or automobile if you file for bankruptcy protection find out if you would lose any property by calling tom mcintyre at 304-232-8600 or have a free chat conference with his office online at mcintyrelaw.com tom has helped thousands of people in our area he can answer these questions for you Call 304-232-8600 or check him out online and have a free chat conference.
0: Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold in Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one, and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery-powered tools, from trimmers to blowers, and you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. lows and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Live and local every weekday with 10,000 10, 000 watts of total power on WKKX and WVLY. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe.
3: Uh, out the okay. holly, put up the tree before my spirit falls again. Fill up the stocking, I may be rushing things, but deck the halls again now, for we need a little
4: Christmas, Christmas right,
1: right
3: this, this very, very minute. minute. Candles,
1: Candles in the window, window,
0: carols at the spirit. Yes,
3: yes we, we need a little Christmas right this, Christmas, right this very minute. minute. It hasn't snowed a single flurry, but Santa, Santa dear, dear, we're in, in a hurry. hurry so <laughs> I love down it. The, the, the
1: late, great, wonderful Angela Lansbury from Mame, We need a little Christmas. And I'm in the spirit. I'm in the spirit. I can't tell. Are you in the spirit yet? Or are you getting? No, a, I'm not. No, I'm not there. Okay, all right, all right. Well, I'll try and drag you along at some point and get you into the spirit. We'll see, we'll see how it goes. But
2: the morning show is, yeah, uh, we, get, yeah, the, the we the get the Christmas bumpers
1: fun. ready to go. The bumpers are here, the music is here, and, uh, and we're going to have a little Christmas fun along the way. 7.31, 29 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. So I get a text from Brad McElhenney over the weekend. And he says, you may want to take a look at this. It was a Fox News story. Okay, so he's giving me something to talk about. You know what the Fox News story was? I have no idea. They were quoting us. That's terrific. Fox News was quoting us. Bazinga. It was our Manchin interview, and Manchin told local radio, the Watchdog Radio Network in Wheeling, West Virginia, and they quoted us three or four times. I want to go down on record as saying, and if you're going to place bets, Bob, this will be the only time Fox News will ever, ever be mentioning this radio show. But I was I was very impressed. I was very impressed. Fox News quoted our show, quoted our interview with Joe Manchin, and gave us credit for it. That's pretty neat. That's really neat. So somebody up there probably said, wait a minute. That's some liberal guy. We shouldn't have done that. Wait a minute. Don't, don't, don't do that again.
2: Did somebody speak up and say, well, did uh, Senator Manchin uh, tell Howard Monroe anything different that he's told everybody right now? No, not really. <laughs> but, but
1: uh, the morning show. But, we, but, we, but they quoted it. They quoted it. So I thought that was kind of neat. Brad sent that to me. He said, you want to see this? That's cool. Very, very, very cool. Now, I have a question that I don't have an answer to, and some of you can help me out. <clears throat> this could be a Bob Heron question, uh, Department of Highways question. It could be somebody's out driving around this morning. I don't know if you have seen the reports that came out, the Intel, Intel 7 and so on did it. A portion of Market Street in downtown Wheeling is going to close as of this morning all the way into February. I can't figure out what they're closing, though from either the Intel or the uh, Channel 7 story. The portion of Main Street, I'm reading now, at the intersection with 13th Street, which is basically just an alley, right? I mean, there is no real 13th Street. I went and looked for it. It's it's basically an alley that goes from Chaplin down to Market. The portion of Market Street at the intersection of 13th Street will be closed beginning Monday through the end of February for storm pipe replacement. There will be alternate routes for motorists. Uh, st- I don't even know what this is. Standard vehicles, that would be cars. Use Lane 7 to Market Street to Chaplin Street to the Wheeling Tunnel and uh, truck and truck traffic and motorists with oversized loads. will need to use Main Street to 16th Street to get to 250. Here's my question. I thought Market Street was already closed off at 12th. Isn't it closed off now at 12th Street? <laughs> Well, I mean, that's what I thought. Well, let me rephrase it. I know it's closed off at 12th Street. So why are they saying 13th Street? Well, one day you were going somewhere and
2: Wheeling was even more of a mess than than usual. And I know it was closed from from Uniglobe. You could not go down uh market street you could not but that was only for one day i think
1: but you couldn't go you couldn't if you were on Street. you couldn't turn right you couldn't go down Cur-
2: turn or, or, or depending Either way. yeah <laughs> Okay. you couldn't okay. You, it was just closed but i think that was only for one day and i thought to myself man i hope i didn't give bad information but i know it was closed yesterday so maybe they are having to close it off just you can't get through there but i don't no, Howard,
1: I don't know again it's bad communication. I cannot tell from either of these news stories and I know the pa- the paper and the and channel 7 are reporting the information they're getting from the Department of Highways <coughs> So is is first place I don't understand why they say 13th Street because it's already stopped at 12th Street has been for weeks. If you go up 12th you cannot I mean cars can't come there's a giant hole there. In front of the Vagabond Kitchen. You can't. We've talked about that. Oh, yeah,
2: you can't go down that way, no. No. I mean, (laughs)
1: you cannot. I wouldn't even recommend walking down that way. So it's already closed at 12th, so why are they saying at 13th? I don't get that. And then the bigger question I have is, are they saying that Market Street, the entire Market Street will be closed? That you can't, as as you said, happen one day, if I go up 12th, I'm probably confusing people who don't know what we're talking about. Make a left at Uniglobe. Can I make
2: a left at Uniglobe? For one day there a couple weeks ago, you could not. Or is it all going to be closed down? The way that you described it, I would interpret that in front of our building on Market Street. On the Market Street side. Yes, it'll be closed. Now, I got even worse news for you, Howard.
3: Well,
1: What's that?
2: Right before I came in from my office, I heard a little commotion out on Main Street because our our building is unique. You can come in from Market or or you can come come in from Main. Well, as you know, as they creep down the hill there on Main Street, they are now directly in front of what would be our parking lot exit. And as you reported last last week, where there is a (laughs) giant hole, the other, which we would say the entrance is inches away from a hole. I don't mean, I'm not talking about a pothole, potholes I can live with. So if there's more miscommunication and these guys are like, well, we're going to meet in the middle somewhere <laughs> between Market Street and Main Street, we might get another
1: long week, Howard. I don't know. Maybe could, I don't know. I just don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I, I'm confused. And again, I, it's going to be a disaster if, if – if, but this is an if. I do not understand this, so I could be wrong. But it sounds to me like Market Street – is going to be completely shut down for three months. It's already shut down between 14th and 12th. They're saying, for some reason, they keep saying 13th, but 13th just takes you down into the middle of an already closed street. And it's from these detours they're suggesting, it sounds like you're not going to be able to get up Market Street at all. I don't know. I guess I'll find out today at uh, 10.30 or so when I try and leave here and see how do I get out of here. And you know what, Howard? I always thought that, yeah, that'd be a pain in the ass, but maybe
2: that was the way to go because every single time I drive out that way, I look at that big crane, and I look way, way the up. The parking garage? Yes, <laughs> thinking, okay, why don't you just
1: shut this down? Now, I bet those folks up there don't want to hear that, but Yes. And, again, I might be wrong. I seriously could be wrong. I, and I'm, I'm serious if Bob Heron can help me out with this uh, or, or any of the Department of Highways people. Charlie Reynolds, he's the DOH director now. Somebody help me understand what is happening here on uh, on 13th Street or on on Market Street. Where is it being shut down? And is it shut down the whole way? And, again, it's not a day. It's going to be shut down through the end of February, starting today through the end of February.
2: Maybe at the top of the hour, if I'm really quick, Howard,
1: I can run up there <laughs> Take a look, and check it out. See what's happening. You know, I I, I, I'm a, I keep saying all the time, I'm with the guys that say, hey, the streetscape is important. I know this work has to get done. And I mean that. I do. But Lord Almighty, what a mess it is. What a mess it is. If you can help me out, text me, 304 214 1600 304 214. 1600, the Watchdog Radio Network uh, text line, paid for by our good friends, Frio and Stack. Well, I'm a little behind time, so Adam Feich will have to hang in there for a second or two. We'll get Adam up here. i got to find out is there snow in the forecast? I I keep hearing rumbles of that, the snow word, but I don't know if it's true or not. We'll talk to Adam about that coming up after we check Ohio Valley headlines, and Taylor Long has those.
3: Good morning, I'm Rebecca Little with your headlines for this Monday, November 27th. A couple of traffic updates for you. A portion of Market Street and Wheeling at the intersection with 13th Street will be closed beginning today. The project will continue through February 29th of next year to replace a storm pipe. Flaggers will be present during that time. Commuters in the area should slow down, expect delays, and follow detour signs. You can take Lane 7 to Market Street, then Chaplin Street to the Wheeling Tunnel, and finally the Market Street on-ramp to I-70 westbound or Route 2 northbound as an alternative route. There will be lane closures on US 30 in both eastbound and westbound lanes near Jennings Randolph Bridge. That work will continue today and last through Friday, December 8th. Crews will be working from 8 a.m. through 5 p.m. each day. And during that time, will be inspecting the Jennings Randolph Bridge. Commuters in the area should slow down and expect delays. Meanwhile, VFW Post 4442 in Elm Grove launched the Purple Heart Parking Project last year to honor Purple Heart Medal recipients with reserved parking spaces. The project has placed 50 signs in Wheeling and all of West Virginia DMVs and now Weirton is dedicating parking spaces at the Weirton Municipal Building and the Millsop Community Center. The dedication ceremony is scheduled for tomorrow at 11 a.m. at the Weirton Municipal building with a backup location at the Millsop Community Center in case of bad weather and the anticipation has been building as the white White tailed deer gun season in the Buckeye State is here. This is the time when hunters of all ages have the opportunity to harvest white-tailed deer. This year, there is a bonus gun hunting weekend in mid-December. Archery hunting runs through February 4th. There are 26 certified deer processing shops across Ohio. One harvested deer is about 50 pounds of venison or about 200 meals. That was a look at your headlines for this Monday, November 27th. Have a great day, everybody.
1: The holidays come but once a year, and Master Force is here to spread some cheer with drivers and drills and blades and bits. From sanders and saws to power tool kits, Menards has the value and savings, of course. Shop tools and accessories from Master Force. Find great stocking stuffers and gifts at Menards. Plus, don't forget about our gift cards. For great deals on Master Force, be an early bird, because these savings end December 3rd. Oh, Plumbers and Steamfitters Local 83 want to thank the owners and contractors of the Ohio Valley for using their locally trained workers to help build for the future. Local 83 helps design, fabricate, and build the gas infrastructure for the oil and gas industry here in the Ohio Valley. Plumbers and Steamfitters Local 83 is 300 members strong and growing. They also do residential, commercial, and industrial work on both sides of the river. For more information, call Plumbers and Steamfitters Local 83 at 304-233-4445. You
4: or your loved ones a serious legal battle? The law office of Paul
1: Harris wants you to know you aren't alone. Do you need someone that's not afraid to go to trial and fight for your rights?
4: Attorney Paul Harris and his team are willing to go where most firms are not the courtroom with a successful track record in civil litigation criminal defense including tax issues and health care fraud Harris law office will fight for their clients by offering the most aggressive representation in and out of court call Paul Harris at Harris Law office for a free consultation 3042325300
1: 13
0: trio and stack auction service we sell the earth and everything on it from estates to business liquidation antiques coins firearms Real estate and more. We're also certified appraisers. Frio and Stack can handle it all. Call us now for a free on-site consultation 304 233 3168 or visit Frio and Stack.com. Licensed in West Virginia, Ohio, and Pennsylvania. Frio and Stack Auction Service. We sell the earth and everything on it. Great conversation continues now on the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. It's Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Yes, it is. Everywhere you go.
1: I'm feeling that way, too.
0: Take a look in
1: the five and ten. 744-16 uh, to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, a little bit later on, I want to talk about the, the, we finally have the numbers released from Ogilby about the deer kill a couple of weeks ago. I, I purpose, I'm serious, I think they didn't want those numbers out until after the Festival of Lights, it had a chance to kind of get itself going and get moving. So um, uh, we do have the numbers. We will talk about those. And while we're talking about deer, Bob, I would suggest if anybody needs a place to freeze their meat, they can bring it in here.
2: Yeah, we can hang it in here. You won't have any problem at all. Because it is
1: freezing here inside uh, in our studios. We don't have an inside thermometer, do we? We don't know what the temperature is.
2: No, actually. but it's probably a good thing because we probably say, hey, put another log on the fire or
1: <laughs> something. Yeah. Uh, temperature roaming right around the freezing mark. Adam Fikas here from the Big 7 WTRF TV. It's a cold morning, uh, Adam. Good morning. Good morning. You surviving
4: the cold?
1: Yeah, I, I guess it's, I mean, in it, well, first place, in here it's freezing. I don't know <laughs> if we didn't pay the gas bill or <laughs> what, because it's really cold in here. But it's cold outside, too, rubbing right around freezing just about every place. Uh, Mr. Slider said uh, when he got up this morning at 1 o'clock, the temperature was, what, Bob, 45?
2: I thought so, unless I was dreaming, Adam, and it seemed like it just went uh, straight down after about 1 o'clock. And then when you guys came on at 5, I think you were already down to about 35
1: degrees. Is this about the worst we're going to get temperature wise for the day today? Day, not night, but for the day today, Adam?
4: We might cool down to what, like 28, 29, Jeez. but then it's going to warm back up to a whopping 32. So oh, it's well, going to well, stay well, in the right low then. 30s all day. All right,
3: then.
2: And listen, let's get down to it here. I, did I hear right? Uh, you spent the weekend in Cleveland? You got family in Cleveland? You like to hang out up there?
4: My family, my, well, i say the Cleveland area, it's easier to say that. My grandparents live up in Ravenna, the Kent area. Okay. So they just call it Cleveland. That's uh, where we spent Thanksgiving this year.
2: Okay, not too bad. But, yeah, you, you had me going because you said Cleveland. I thought, man, Adam Fleiss, uh, Cleveland. And I know you're a Steeler guy. You, you had me going there a little bit. So you, you were distressed. Oh, don't
4: worry. I can never move to Cleveland. I'm too much of a, a fan to leave my insanity up in Cleveland.
2: <laughs> I don't know. That's a big city. One the they say, "Hey, Adam Flake, we want you on our news team up here, six figures." But uh, the bad side is you got to stay and live in
1: Cleveland and become a Browns fan. Well, oh, I'm geez. not a cello. And your requirement is to become a Browns fan. If a... I said six figures, Adam,
4: <laughs> I'm not a fellow. <laughs> okay. Hey, Adam,
1: um, how was your weekend? Seriously, did you have a good Thanksgiving?
4: really nice i'm just sad my brother wasn't able to come up his wife got top priority over the family so i guess that's kind of important so but it was so nice to spend thanksgiving with the rest of the family we did a lot of decorating the past couple days i helped hang my dad helped hang the christmas lights up and we only shocked ourselves once this year so i think it's a win all right
1: well let's get to our forecast is there going to be some snow in the forecast over the next day or two or not i keep seeing and hearing possibilities of that
4: Whatever you want to classify snow as. We've been seeing, well, I say we. I've been seeing snowflakes across the trap camps this morning. You can't call that snow. Just flurries. It's going to be that way really the next couple days. Tonight, roughly that 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. time frame. Tomorrow, we could see a stray snow shower. This is not really going to accumulate. And if you see anything, it's just going to be dusting. So might have to brush off your car tomorrow morning, but really that's it. Might see another stray snow shower tomorrow afternoon, but that's it. Okay. Nothing that's going to accumulate, nothing that's going to cause travel issues. Just might notice a little bit on the grass and cars.
1: When I walked out of the front door this morning, I swear I saw like two flakes, and I mean two. It's like these two flakes floated in front of me, and then then they were gone. So um, that's kind of what you say you're seeing on the cameras a little bit. Every once in a while, a flake or two floating by.
4: Yep, that's exactly what it is. I mean, I'm not seeing anything right now, but I also expected to see a lull from 6 a.m. until after lunchtime anyway. So might not see a whole lot this afternoon. It's going to be those lake effect showers more so once we get towards dinner time and overnight tonight.
1: Well, walk me through the forecast for the week.
4: Okay, so today, tomorrow, pretty much identical. The only difference, though, tomorrow is we're going to be even colder. Likely stuck in the upper 20s tomorrow. Once again, wind chill in the 20s. Wednesday might see a pocket of sunshine or two. Just know that any extra sunshine we see on Wednesday could help give us a stray snow shower flurries. But temperatures back into the upper 30s. How bad is that? That upper 30s feels nice compared to the 20s. Then what yeah. we well, have got to look forward to this week? But Thursday, partly cloudy, might see a few pockets of sunshine. We'll be back to average in the upper 40s. Friday, rain showers return mid to upper 40s, Saturday, cloudy upper 40s, then Sunday, another round of rain showers, possibly in the low
1: 50s. All right, 34 right now, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 33 at the Highlands, 35 in Elm Grove, and 33 right now, right here, outdoors at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Adam, good to talk to you. Good to get back to business again. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Thanks a lot. Back you then. Thank you. All right, Adam Fike, Big 7, WTRF TV, 750, 10 till the hour. Uh, long four day weekend, I suppose. There's a lot of uh, four days worth of sports for Slider to catch up on.
0: It's piling up, Howard.
1: We'll check it up coming up next.
0: Ohio Valley Regional Transportation Authority and the Eastern Ohio Regional Transit Authority remind listeners, in times of war and peace, the men and women of our military dedicate themselves to serving our country. Their commitment, patriotism, sacrifice, and courage keep our country safe and strong. Let us honor those who have lost their lives in the line of duty and salute those who serve today. A message from Ohio Valley Regional Transportation Authority and the Eastern Ohio Regional Transit Authority. Serving member communities on both sides of the Ohio River. (laughs)
4: Oh <laughs> oh Santa Duck is in town at your nearest Lucky Duck discounters. Smart Christmas shoppers start early at Lucky Duck, where the price goes down as the week rolls on with thousands of bin items. Plus, shelf items like refrigerators, patio furniture, baby supplies, and more priced at 40% below retail. No other bin store in our area offers these great buys. Start your Christmas shopping now because it's all first-come, first-served, and items on the shelf change every week. Visit Lucky Duck discounters, Wheeling, Glendale, New Martinsville, Steubenville, and Morgantown. <laughs> Lucky Duck, more than just a bin store. It's your Christmas shopping headquarters. <laughs>
0: Tune in Mondays at noon for all your local high school sports news from the number one sports editor in the Ohio Valley. The Seth Stasky Show, sponsored by Gumby's, only on The Watchdog. He has his say. You can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. Sidewalks, busy sidewalks dressed in style. in the air there's a feeling
1: of well we're uh, officially in the Christmas Children's season I think uh, Thanksgiving is over and done with Black Friday is gone Cyber Monday is actually here small business Saturday was this past weekend and uh, we're kicking into the uh, shopping gear, so everybody get ready to do, uh, to do some shopping. It was a long four-day weekend, so probably a lot of sports to catch up on. We better head right on over to Slider on sports.
2: Thank you, Howard. Yesterday's NFL action, maybe it was just Matt Canada. The Pittsburgh Steelers rack up impressive offensive numbers yesterday, but only scored 16 points. Well, that was enough. The Steelers win 16-10 to over the Cincinnati uh, Bengals. Kenny Pickett, twenty-four completions out of thirty-three attempts for two hundred and seventy-eight yards. Chris Boswell, three field goals. Najee Harris, ninety-nine yards rushing and a touchdown. The Steelers improved to seven and four. The Bengals dropped to five and six. A couple other real low-scoring games. Usually when this happens, Howard, it's horrible weather. But man, we're seeing some horrible offense. A couple really low-scoring games yesterday. It was the New York Giants over the New England Patriots, 10-7. to That sounds like a softball score, 10-7. to <laughs> The Tennessee Titans over the Carolina Panthers, 17-10. to At home, the Indianapolis Colts. And what's fun about this game, the Steelers will be going to Indianapolis here in a couple weeks. And I don't know, did you remember, did Mr. Bryson say there was any tickets available for that game? What game? Indianapolis, the Steelers in Indianapolis. I think there
1: are yes, I think so. Uh,
2: keep that in mind, Steeler fans. Just a couple weeks away, the Steelers will be in Indianapolis. Uh, they handle Baker Mayfield and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, twenty-seven to twenty. It was the Jacksonville Jaguars over the Houston Texans, twenty-four to twenty-one. Atlanta over New Orleans. The Falcons 24, the Saints 15. The L.A. Rams had no trouble with the Arizona Cardinals. They win big 37-14. A game heard here on the Watchdog Network. The Denver Broncos at home knock off the Cleveland Browns 29-12. In overtime, the Philadelphia Eagles squeaked by the Buffalo Bills 37-34. It was the Kansas City Chiefs over the Las Vegas Raiders 31-17. Patrick Mahomes, two touchdown passes. Two hundred and ninety-eight yards passing in the late game. Howard, it was the Baltimore Ravens over the LA Chargers, twenty to ten. Tonight on Monday Night Football, it's the Chicago Bears at the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings are three-point favorites. Kickoff at eight fifteen. The Wheeling Nailers bounced back yesterday afternoon with a win defeating the Iowa Heartlanders 4-1 at West Banko Arena. The Nailers return home this Friday, December 1st, against Toledo. It's a fro- frosty Friday, Howard. Frosty Friday. Frosty Friday. This Friday, December 1st, puck drops at 7-10. This year's Super 6 is set. The West Virginia AA High School Championship game will kick things off this Friday night. Number one seed North Marion will face number two seed Fairmont Senior. North Marion defeated Weerton forty-eight to fourteen to advance. Sat- Weirton was our last? It our was last. Oh, yeah. Right now. They come close, this close, Howard. Saturday afternoon, the AAA matchup, number three Martinsburg, who's here every year, it seems, they'll face number five Princeton. Get this, Howard, Princeton on Friday night beat Bridgeport seventy-three to seventy. I saw that score. <laughs> you score seventy points and you go home, and but you go and go home a loser, but but. Man, Princeton, 73 points. So they will be at uh, Wheeling Island also. Single A, that game will be Saturday night. Number four, Greenbrier West. And number three, Williamstown, Greenbrier West. knocked off number one, James Monroe, 27-7 to 7 on Friday night. And good news, if you're a WVU football fan, you're a WVU football fan, right, Howard? I am indeed. They're going to make a bowl, but you just don't know what bowl that will be. That will be announced sometime after the conference uh, games this weekend and other good news, Howard. Yes. Dana Holgerson was fired. Houston said, get out. <laughs> Why didn't we ever hire you? Houston said, you're, you're out of here. <laughs> get out Dana. Slatter on sports time. seven fifty-six. 56. Uh, did you watch the WVU game at all? I fell asleep. I had no idea. I mean, it was back and forth, back and forth. Howard, I go to bed around kickoff. So I don't <laughs> know what happens.
1: I watched the last um, half of the final quarter. It was it was really good football, at least for that those last handful of plays. I mean, they played very well. Garrett Green did a great job, and uh, and they won. But I don't think that was the way it went all game long. They, didn't, they didn't draw it up that way, Howard. Yeah, I mean it was. Uh, but it it, it was uh, it was good football. What I watched was good football, which is the very end of the game.
2: And I heard the guys this morning say last <laughs> second. So uh, I have no idea. But West Virginia did win. They beat Baylor. But I don't know what happened. Those games are too late for me.
1: <laughs> Four before the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Coming up next hour, Mark Curtis is going to join us. Mark the uh, Next Media, wtf TV's parent company. Uh, political chief political reporter. We're going to talk about Joe Manchin because I'm trying to get everybody's take on Manchin. Anybody seeing things any different than everybody else's? We'll talk to Mark about that. And uh, also Mark is a, <clears throat> he writes a column every week on some of the national political scene. We'll talk about uh, Trump and a few of those issues coming up uh, with Mark Curtis coming up in the next hour. Also later next hour, we'll talk about the uh, deer kill at Ogilby. We have some numbers out on that. <clears throat> to me, Bob, they're wildly underwhelming. Well, we'll take a minute or two to chat about that. You can always be part of the program using the Frio Stack Auction Service text line 304 214 1600. Bob and I made a big deal about having a great four day weekend. I got a text here that says, I got a four day weekend every weekend. Nice. Well, good for you.
2: And, Howard, we talked about Christmas shopping. Uh, The next hour, uh, there's another Frio Stack auction coming up. You'll have a week to get your bid in. It'll end a week from today, and there's some really cool stuff. It's two estates. And one of the estates was from uh, our, our good friend uh, Tom Burgoyne, Howard. So there's some really, really cool stuff. If you'd like something from the, the, the former sheriff, you'll get your chance there. So go check it out, FrioStack. Uh, dot com, and we'll talk about it here in the next hour.
1: And I th- if I'm, I, I might be wrong. The other one is Harold Vitale. He is, and who me, was a teacher at John Marshall High School, he, a beloved teacher at John Marshall High and
2: School. And guess what he collected, Howard? Books. Well, maybe, but I, I don't. Uh, typewriters.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Dozens yes. of typewriters. And some of these
2: typewriters have incredible value. So if if that is a Christmas gift you think about, go check it out. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk
1: about it next hour. I, I knew Harold uh, reasonably well. Um, he was an, a really eccentric guy in a very I mean that in a very good way. An eccentric guy in a good way. His students, many of his students just loved him. He was that kind of teacher, you know, that everybody really loved. And um, um and <laughs> As I understand it, at one time he told somebody, um, left him a note when he died, money is in pages of the books. Ah, I mm, don't know what that means, but that supposedly is what he told people. So anyways, we'll have that uh, coming up in the next hour of the show. Also, I said we'll talk about the deer story. Um, and Mark Curtis will be up uh, next. But first, let's go over to the ABC Newsroom, get an update on all the stuff happening around the world for us this morning. Again, your text can come in at 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600. Happy to hear from you on that. Silver Bell,
0: Silver Bell, It's Christmas time in the city. FM ninety point one AM sixteen hundred WKKX Wheeling FM ninety seven point seven AM thirteen seventy WVLY Moundsville